Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Onside Chicks. I am your host, Kaylee Chikoski, and I'm here with... Jordan Arard Coupe, and football is back. Yay. It's it's finally here. Like, I feel like we've been talking about this moment for so long, and we did not have a show last week for very good reason, but we almost did, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a whole nother week before we can actually talk about anything that's relevant before we're in game week. And now we're here. So we're here. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, my area got wrecked. I'm okay. My family's house is okay, but my general area got hit with I think four tornadoes touched the ground and blew through. Philly is completely underwater. Parts of Pennsylvania were destroyed. I had power was on and off. It was a literal mess and it was so scary, but everything's fine. But unfortunately. That's why we couldn't be on last week because it all started what an hour before we yeah. were like everything was fine. I knew it was supposed to rain and I knew but rain is one thing. The storm that hit us was next level. Mm-hmm. Um the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. But yeah, so it was unfortunate wow. because there was so much, but we've made it to this point. Now it's literally upon us and the season legitimately starts tomorrow. And, oh, goodness, there's so much to talk about. We're going to do kind of a season preview episode. We're going to talk about tomorrow's matchup. We're going to talk about way too early, like, award predictions, week one games we're excited about, um, what the playoff picture looks like. Again, way too early to be talking about this, but why not? Um, It's the NFL. I feel like that's what everyone does the week before the NFL. It's like, why not just say a bunch of things that definitely aren't going to happen? And then the like three people that make off the wall picks get to be right at the end of the season. Exactly. Here we are. Um, Do we want to start with Dallas versus Tampa Bay? This is our kickoff game, I guess. I feel like that's an appropriate place to start. And the love of my life, Ed Sheeran, is going to (laughs) be performing. So I'm super excited about that. That makes it, obviously, I'm so excited for the season to be back. And this is the moment we've all been waiting for. It is super unfortunate, though, that it has to be these two teams that are the ones that we have to watch to kick this all off. Because it's like, really? I'm sorry, but nothing sounds less appealing than Dallas versus Tampa Bay. Nothing. Nothing sounds less appealing. No one wants to watch it. And, like, to be fair, I do love Ed Sheeran, but... The, have you seen the branding that is just so awkward? It's like, I don't That's know that weird. Ed Sheeran is as important as Dak Prescott and Tom Brady, but okay. he's like in the middle of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So we're getting Dak Prescott back, which is going to be interesting because not only did injury take him out of last season almost completely, but now he's been suffering from like a lat strain and there's a lot of eyes on him this week. I just don't know that this is the defense you really want to go against when you're returning from injury from two injuries. Exactly. I honestly was more on board. And I also, I do see the other side of it as well, where if they did hold him this week and or tomorrow night and he wasn't playing, I feel like that would, especially for the Dallas fan base, it would be super concerning. And I think everyone would kind of panic. So I do understand why he is playing. But at the same time, you're 100% correct. This isn't a defense I would love to go up against. This is 
like some of the best of the best. So it's going to be intimidating, especially they're saying he's 100%. They're saying everything is fine. But this is the first real game you're playing since a very serious compound fracture. You've been dealing with, a, I don't want to say a terrible shoulder, but a bad shoulder. Yeah. yeah, for all of training camp. Like there's definite red flags there. And it just runs the risk. And I don't want to even put this into the universe, but it does run the risk of is he going to like backtrack and is he going to get more injured and when i say that i'm focusing more on the shoulder i think than the ankle i feel like the ankle they did the appropriate rehab i don't know if they're sh handling the shoulder as correctly it, it's been weird so yeah. i am a little nervous for it i mean look it's a fun there there was a four-year, $160 million extension. So there's a lot on the line for this team. Yeah. And so I agree with you. I don't know that they're handling it from the perspective of what's the best for Dak Prescott's longevity and his career as a whole. I think it is more like we don't want to draw attention to something that might not be as serious. But week one, especially a non-division rival, I'm just yeah. not feeling like this is the time to push it. And when you look at Tampa Bay's defense – Second in times that they brought the blitz, fifth in blitz percentage, right? They're fourth in sacks last season. So there's a lot going on on this Tampa Bay defense, especially the front line, where I don't know that I want my not 100% quarterback that I've locked into for four years at $160 million to be put out in week one. And again, like, not saying that he's not capable because I think he is, but you've also got Zach Martin out with a COVID-19 positive test. So now you're really weak on the white's right side as far as it, you know, protection for Dak Prescott, mm -hmm. and that's not good. So he they've got to come out so quick and not give Tampa Bay like any level of predictability because as soon as they misstep once, like this Tampa defense is just going to be all over him. And I'm I'm a little worried for him. Honestly, like, I, I don't know. I just I think it's very fair to be worried. I'm even yeah. worried. Yeah. But it it's a lot. And at the end of the day, like, I think the Cowboys should just be realistic with this. It's like, even if Dak Prescott is 100% healthy, can your team come out and beat the Buccaneers? And obviously, it's a new season. You don't know. And I do, I'll give them credit where credit's due. They drafted very well. They did yeah. everything that they had to do with offseason moves. And they did everything right. And they're moving in the right direction. But I, it's kind of like when we saw the Buccaneers in the first, I'm going to say, four games last season where it just didn't fully click yet. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the Cowboys for right now, especially where Dak's going to be finding his groove again. The defense is going to be figuring out how they fall into place. Everyone on offense – Granted, their offense really didn't change that much, but still, it's getting back into that groove. Can you, if you're all 100% healthy, come out week one and beat the Buccaneers? I genuinely don't think so. And that isn't even me being a Cowboys hater. This is yeah. the literal best team, a super team. Maybe not the best. I, I feel like that. We'll talk, we'll talk about this. Yeah. On we'll paper, after last season, they're the champions. So are you really going to go out there and risk it all for a game that – you don't even have a great chance of winning no matter what. It, it just seems a little weird, but I think their main thing is they don't want to draw any concern that really doesn't have to be there. So at the end of the day, it does make sense, but 
I also don't think it would hurt them to play it safe yeah. and let Dak rest this one out. Well, it's, it's a game that you probably won't win and a game you don't have to win, right? Exactly. Because when you're looking at your your division, you've just got all the chances in the world. And I, I mean, to be fair, you're right. They made really good offseason moves. They put a lot of emphasis on their defense. They brought in Dan Quinn. They drafted six straight defensive selections in the draft. They did all the things, right? Michael Parsons is a guy who looks the part. We saw it in preseason. Yeah. I'm really excited to watch him. Um, and they they didn't do a bad job, right? Like they finished 23rd in defense, but they had like, they were like seventh in the league for takeaways, which is a really good statistic for them coming into this season, but points on the board, right? Like they just allowed all these points every single week. And it's, that's not how you're going to put wins on the board, especially Mm -hmm. when you didn't have Dak Prescott. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm also, I don't know if it's biased, but I'm just like not that high on Tampa. (laughs) And I hate to say it, like, I think in their division, sure, like, I can't imagine anyone in their division coming in and taking that title away from them. No one's ready for that. No. But overall, as part of the playoff picture, potential Super Bowl contender, I'm just not that high on them. I think Dallas can come in with their defensive improvements, with their offense getting somewhere more than they were last year. I think they can come in and surprise people. Like, I think it'll be a good game. But you're right. Like they're not going to win this game, so I don't. I don't know what the point is. But I. But I think it is a good like vote of confidence for the players, for the fans, for everyone involved. So I'm not mad at it. But um. But yeah, I still have the Bucks winning. Yeah, I do too. This this is really a tough matchup for me because in every other scenario, when these teams are playing anybody else. I would root against them. Yeah. Like hands down, yeah. I never root for the Cowboys. Right. The Buccaneers, I th- it's not that same. No team will ever be on the same level of like rivalry that I have with the Cowboys. But I had that one year where I enjoyed Tom Brady. I liked seeing him somewhere new. But the fact that he went and won a Super Bowl, I'm like, all right, you're back to being over it. <laughs> yeah, you're back to being you. I yeah. don't want to see this again. Um, so I'm not going to be rooting for the Buccaneers uh, a lot this season. Not that like I will wish a downfall upon them, but like just don't go back to the Super Bowl. I I'm ready. Like I, we get it, Tom Brady. You're so okay. great in every way. Like we get it. Like, I can I could not agree with you more. I'm so tired. <laughs> and imagine imagine that times a hundred because I live here. Yeah, so, no, like, I can't even. I can't. I can't do it. They're some of the worst fans on the planet. And I used to think that about Eagles fans. No offense, but no, it's fine. <laughs> the Tampa fans have taken the cake on that. They are just so obnoxious. But I, it is without question that I do not want to see them back in the Super Bowl. Now let's get back to like non-bias. Let's prediction-wise, yep. are they going to repeat as Super Bowl champions this season? I I don't think it's out of the question. Okay. I honestly, if anyone is going to make it happen, it's going to be Tom Brady. I do think they found their groove. I just can't see it happening. I'd give them more that they'd make it back to the Super Bowl and like play in the game. I think the chances of them winning it two years in a row is slim to none. I say the chances of them getting back to the Super Bowl are slim, but 
like if it happened, I wouldn't be like, wow, like it wouldn't shock me. Um, it, it's just so hard to do. And like, we just, we watched the chiefs get there, but the Buccaneers, it just felt like everything fell into place for that one season. And it yeah. feels way too good to be true for them to not fire a single person on their coaching staff, to bring all 22 starters back, like for that to happen. And then for them, if they just waltz their way back in and win it again, like that is a fairy tale. That's not real life. It doesn't happen. Like this is right. any given Sunday. You never know what's going to happen. So I'm going to say, no, they don't win it. Like I said, maybe they go back. I wouldn't be shocked if they go back, but it's they're they're not going to do it. Tom Brady, it it ends now, right? I'm done. I would one hundred percent agree with that, and I think the logic is the same, right? Like, there's nothing on paper that says they shouldn't go back and win the Super Bowl, and that's the tough part is when you look at their roster, you look at their coaching staff, you look at everything they did last year. It's like, yeah, they should go back and win, right? Like, and to be honest with you. So that's the way I felt about their Super Bowl victory last year is like, if they don't go win the Super Bowl, there's something wrong. Like there's something wrong because you're treating an NFL team like an NBA team. You've brought in this superstar roster. You've given your quarterback every single thing he wanted when it, when it comes to Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, you've just given him everything he asked for, right? Like the only pieces you really like maintained that were relevant to your Super Bowl victory was a few of your starting defensive players, right? And it's like, that is all all on your defensive staff, coaching staff, because they just did a phenomenal job. Yes. But you also have to think that it took all of regular season to get the defense to a point where it was actually putting away opponents. Because up until the playoffs started, there, there were not a lot of good defensive games for the Buccaneers. And that's, in fact, what lost them a lot of their games over the season and if it wasn't for that, like, they're not getting past Washington. And we've talked about this a few times, but, like, that playoff scenario and that Super Bowl could have looked so different if their defense didn't really step up at the right time. Because for most of the regular season, it was just their offense. And people were just having a tough time shutting down their offense. But it wasn't yeah. impossible. Like, we saw it be done. And their defense just swapped out and stepped up right at the right moment. And so – I, I cannot see after everything falling into place, after having a COVID season with like no training camp where no one got hurt and you were able to maintain the same starting lineup all freaking season pretty much, like give or take a few games. But for the most part, you were able to maintain your starters, your 100% healthy starters all season in an NFL season with a COVID protocol every single week where so many other teams were affected week in and week out. And then you were able to put it all together and then have your offense click at the right time and then have your defense click at the right time and then have everything possible go wrong for the Chiefs heading into the Super Bowl. It's like, when is that going to happen again? It's yeah. not going to happen again. All of the chips fell in the exact way that they needed them to fall. And like you already brought it up, they barely got past Washington. And if it wasn't for the Packers coaching's horrible calls in the oh NFC Championship, at that point, you barely made it past Washington. When you make it to the NFC Championship, you're basically a call away from losing that game as well. If the Packers handled that, and I don't want to say the Packers as a whole because I think Aaron Rodgers knew what he wanted to do and what he had to do. The coaching just... Matt LaFleur. 
Matt calling you out. <laughs> I wasn't going to like totally single him out, but it was him. Right. Like it, yeah. it was literally him. Um, yeah, no, he, he blew it for them. Yeah. So, and it's so, it it's not real. Like it's, we live in a simulation where the world just revolves around Tom Brady. Tom Brady. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. It's his the, world and we are just living in it. The, the, it's, it's crazy because I don't want to get into NFL conspiracy theories, but when you think about everything that we saw for the first 20 years of his career and then everything we saw last year, right? Like, I'm sorry, but what set, like the NFL is a business. Let's just get that out of the way. Like they, they need to make money. And so what's better for your business than putting Tom Brady in a brand new team that has otherwise been kind of trash and then having him win a Super Bowl. And I'm not saying that like we're out here rigging the Super Bowl because I don't think that's the case, but I think we've just seen so many instances over the past 21 years of like things work out in his favor sometimes just because like that's how they worked out and sometimes because they get a little help. And I don't know if I'm just still salty about the the AFC championship back in the day when the Jags could have went to the Super Bowl and probably, you know, done decently against the Eagles, but you know what? It is what it is, but I just, it is just, it's Tom Brady's world. And it's crazy because I think there's so many teams that are on the come up this year. Right. And I think it is going to be a lot harder to sell that story when you've got these teams like coming into their prime. Like I, I feel so strongly about the bills. I feel so strongly about the dolphins making a come up this year. I feel so strongly about the Browns and what they're going to be able to do. So it's like, there's all these teams where I think like they were missing one or two things or just wasn't their time yet. And now it's like, they're, they, it's, they're in their prime. Yeah. And what's going to happen when like Tom Brady's not the star of the show. And you look at this week one matchup and it's like, is he even the star of tomorrow night? Like, I don't think so. No. Like Dak Prescott is. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say everyone and their mother is going to have their eye on Dak Prescott because this is the first time we've seen him since everything. There's been so many, so many headlines this offseason from the injury, the sho- the ankle, the shoulder, and then him finally getting his deal. Like, there's been so much that's gone on. So that's where our focus is going to be. But there are a lot of other really – this weekend, yeah. if you're in a suicide pool, I feel genuinely oh sorry for you because I don't know how you get past week one. No. Like, all of these games no. are a coin toss, basically. Like, what is not- – what stands out to you? Like, what's the one game you're like eyes locked on? That, not the Eagles game. Not obviously. I'm gonna be watching that. Um, I honestly think it's either I have, I have three. I have three okay. that I'm really excited about that I can't choose between. Okay. Washington Chargers. Okay. Just because that offense against that defense, I'm very yeah. intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, Steelers Bills. Okay, because, that was mine. Yeah. Yes. I love just because the Steelers last season, we saw them start off 11 and 0, and then they literally hit a brick wall, no pun intended, and could not make anything happen with the second half of that season. Uh, not even like the back quarter of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and everyone was saying it's when they play real teams, it's when they play real teams. Now they've worked on their running game. They got big Ben back. I really want to see the bills. We know are going to be great. Like there's yeah. no question yeah. about that. So I want to see how the Steelers step up against a genuine 
I'm already going to call the Bills a Super Bowl contender. Like, I don't even think that's an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. I want to see if their defense looks the same. I, I just want to get their vibe. I am also super excited for Packers Saints just because okay. Aaron Rodgers coming back after yep. all of the drama and the Saints first season without Drew Brees, and I'm not expecting much from them. And we've talked about how they're basically down to skin and bones. They've Jameis Winston's going to be their QB, but it's the Saints are in a weird position, but the Packers also had a lot of drama. So those are the games that I'm definitely the most excited about. Steelers Bills is the one that immediately I was like, I'm, I'm watching that, right? Like it doesn't matter. Like the Jags game will be on. But also, like, this game is probably more important, right? Because I love the Bills. We know this. We love the Bills. America's Um, team. America's team. But I think if you came to me Monday morning and said the Steelers won this game, I also wouldn't be surprised, right? You could convince me either way. And I'm not going to say the Steelers are going to sneak a win, but I just – I think they're going to come out swinging. Like we said, the, the only real hole in their team was their running back situation, which they obviously answered in Najee Harris. And I, I'm a big fan of him, and we're going to get to early award predictions, and he's he's on there for, for me. And obviously you can guess which one I, I put him for. But I just think that they are going to come out. And you think about Ben Roethlisberger, I cannot imagine that he goes far past this year, if at all. And so on on a farewell tour of Ben Roethlisberger, coming off of what could have been a really phenomenal season, like they had the answers. They just were missing a couple things. And so I think this is the time that they put it all together. I think Juju Smith-Schuster, while he's like a punchline of so many jokes, I just think it's time for him to step up. I think he's going to be able to step up. He's heading into free agency again next year. And I think that's one of those things where when you're put on the line like that, you really have to make an impact. All of their offensive guys, especially in their wide receiver core, is go- are going to come out and, and just play the way that they've been playing, which when you have that run game to assist, I'm really excited for what they're going to be able to do. Their defense is also pretty phenomenal at this yeah. point. So, so you've just got a lot going on, and I'm very excited about this game. I, I, I'm going to say the Bills win because I don't ever think that I'm going to bet against the Bills all season, but... But I, I, I just – I love both of these teams, so I could be convinced either way. Yeah, no, this is – it's going to be a fun one. And I think no matter who – this is one of those games where if either team wins, I'm not going to be upset or pissed about. Like, I'll be so happy with either one. I just think this game is going to be, like, electric. Yeah. Offense. Like, I just, like, there's going to be so much happening no matter who's on the field. So I'm – eagerly eagerly awaiting yeah that's gonna be on at the same time as the eagles whatever i don't care i'm gonna be watching it as yeah, well. i don't i don't care it's so who did the eagles play oh the falcons falcons okay we play the texans which is weird because like we have a divisional game yeah. right off the bat yeah which all my divisional games are like the last five weeks of the season yeah and we have one to start out which is whatever it is what it is but um but yeah, those two matchups are just not appealing. No, no. <laughs> when you when you put them next to Steelers Bills. Now, another one I'm looking at is 425 Browns Chiefs. And that, it's, 
I, I don't know. It's not even the matchup. It's the two teams separately that I'm really interested in. Yeah. But I am. I cannot wait. And you know, I have not been a fan of the Browns. Yeah. However, this offseason, I'm still not sold on Baker Mayfield. But the team overall this offseason has started to turn me. I yep. will say I'm not a hater. So I am very, very excited to see them. I, what I'm most excited for, though, is this defense. Mm -hmm. I want to see what they can do. And for you to get all this hype on your defense this whole offseason, for you to make the moves that you did, and then for you to start off week one against the Chiefs, which is one of the most stellar offenses, probably tied for first. Yep. In the league, like, like that's big and that's exciting. So I'm definitely excited for that one. It's big and it's the Browns were waiting to see what they're made of. Right. And it's, it feels like this could be the turning point just because like, it's always one thing or the other that's kind of out for them. And this really feels like the season where it's going to be all in, right. You've got everything you want. You've got this stellar defense. You've got your run game figured out. Like you've had your run game figured out. You've got Odell Beckham Jr. Who's hopefully going to come in and really play his part on this offense. And, and just give Baker Mayfield a little more to work with. And I, I'm really hype on them. I think they're going to do a lot this season. And then the Chiefs coming off Super Bowl loss, it's like, how do they bounce back? They are like an early favorite for a Super Bowl win. Patrick Mahomes is also a very early favorite for the MVP. So it just feels like everyone's kind of all in on the Chiefs right away, which feels, um, I understand but I, I can't get behind it. Like it's a gut feeling of like, I don't buy that this year. Yes. I so. just think it's, it's so hard and it's so impressive what they've done. And on paper, I will, Patrick Mahomes is the most talented like athlete I've ever seen. Yeah. Just in, like what he does is incredible. So, and that team, the coach, like every piece of that team. Great. So to bet against them, it does feel wrong. And I think that's why they're such a safe Super Bowl favorite. And that's why Patrick Mahomes is such a safe MVP favorite. But I just think, kind of like you mentioned earlier, there are so many other teams that are building up and moving forward and making all of the right moves. And they're going to come out and be so very good this season that I think I agree. It's hard for me to just throw all my chips in on the Chiefs because especially teams like the Bills, like there are teams now that can give the Chiefs a run for their money. Now, will they be able to actually get it done? I don't know, but it's possible now. And I felt like a year ago, two years ago, that was out of the question. Yeah. Washington is going to beat the Chargers and win 10 or 11 games. I would love that. I would love I that. Uh, so I don't know Not the chargers them. for you. Yeah. I don't know if I want them to beat the chargers. I do have them winning the NFC East though. I think yeah. 10 or 11 wins is easy for them. I think that's a given. Um, so yeah, I agree with half of that. I will yeah. root for them to take the NFC East just because I don't think it's in the cards for the Eagles. And as, as long as it's not the Cowboys, I don't care, but I am going to be pulling for the chargers because they're like my squad. Yeah. I, um, I would love for Washington to go. And and I think you look at where they were at last year and it's just not like they, they had a surprising outcome, right? Like the quarterback situation was kind of up in the air. 
the defense really overperformed, but um, this year they've, they're going to be able to plan a lot better and look at what they have in front of them. And, and they're going in with a really solid quarterback room, in my opinion, con- compared to what they were going in with last year. So yeah. I think, I don't know. I feel like they're in a good spot. This is such a fun team to root for. I'll say, like, besides the Bills, this is probably the funnest team to root for. It's so hard. It's so it's so difficult. For me. I know. Like, I, I know. I agree. I agree. And I want so badly to root that my family is Washington fans. Like yep. when I was a kid, my dad tried to get me to be a Washington fan. So like I do have this like love and respect for them, and like I'm always gonna like have this part of me that wants them to do well. But I just don't want them to do that well because yeah. it's just gonna it stinks. Like they're rivals it's weird it's the weirdest feeling yeah not being an eagles fan i love washington and i think they're great and i love everything about them Mm -hmm. being Mm -hmm. an eagles fan i really can't admit that yeah no i feel you i feel you do you want to talk you want to talk awards early award yeah let's go into some awards let's Um, start mvp okay the big one yeah let's go for it you go first i want to hear this i'm gonna go with josh allen all right, hold on. Let me think because I was going to go Josh Allen too. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Lamar oh. Jackson. Oh. Back out of the woodworks this season. This and is a hot take. This right is here. a hot take. This is just so my, my gut feeling, honestly, is Josh Allen is going to win it this <laughs> season. Let me make that very clear. But Dark Horse. Lamar Jackson, we act like the Ravens last season, one, I think they just got screwed with COVID. And I think that was the biggest part. Their schedule got messed up. I feel like they were dealing with it. Like they had to deal with the most COVID issues, like some like top of the list with like all of the crap that they had to go through due to COVID protocols and positive tests and all that fun stuff. They just had like a weird season. And at the end of the day, they didn't do poorly at all and Lamar Jackson yep. did great and I think especially now after losing J.K. Dobbins which is a huge blow to that offense if Lamar Jackson can come out and kind of remind people how talented he is and put the Ravens back into that Super Bowl conversation they came out they got the playoff win that I don't even want to say they needed but he needed mentally he needed to come out and get a playoff win and he got that so I think if he can kind of go on a run and show remind us how talented he is because I feel like a lot of people forgot last season which is really rude um (laughs) I think he he could come in and sneak it okay I could get behind that I could get behind that I love him I I love him I just it just feels like Josh Allen's season it feels like the Bills season I think Coming off 13 and three, it's really hard because there's nothing that indicates that they're going to take a step back, which nothing. is like kind of scary, right? Yeah. Like, if anything, it, it just we're looking at a team that's going to continue to get better and better. And it's like, how much better can you get at this point? Yeah. Um, but he's got everything you want, right? Like, he can throw, he can run, he can scramble. And not only that, but he plays games, right? Like, he does, yeah. he's durable, he's out there, like, he's consistent. I just, I don't know what's stopping them at this point. And I've, I've tried to rack my brain for anything that could like hold them back. And I just, I can't think of it. Right. There are divisions like kind of in shambles. Like I, I have high hopes for Miami, but like, are they really going to come back and 
go against the Bills? Like, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think the Patriots are going to be good. I think the Dolphins are going to be good. The Jets, I think they're going to be better than what we saw last season, but they're still in a rebuild. So the Bills, this is their division for the taking. They basically week one. I feel like everyone knows this is their division, and it's kind of who's going to come in second kind of thing. Um, So at that point, Literally last season, if they played the AFC championship game like they did the whole regular season and the, the postseason games that we did see um, leading up to that, I don't want to say that they definitely would have won because the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. But yeah. it, it definitely would have given the Chiefs more of a run for their money instead of just handing it over to them. So I think that just proves if they can show up in the big moment and play like we know they can play. They have this in the bag and there's really no reason that they shouldn't be in the Super Bowl this year. Oof. Okay. Offensive player of the year. You go first. Who you got? <laughs> I'm going to go Darren Waller. That's another hot take. That's another hot take. I am so I've been and like no disrespect to Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. none. Mm-hmm. I for some reason just have this like gut feeling about Darren Waller this upcoming season. I have very high expectations from him. I think if he can build on what we even saw last year, mm-hmm. there's no question that he is tight end one. And I think with the uncertainty with Josh Jacobs and they got Henry Ruggs, but wasn't as explosive as I think we initially expected. And I don't know what he's going to come out and do this season, but if Darren Waller can be a staple on the Raiders offense, and if he can kind of be that piece that makes them a playoff team, like, come on, like he's got it. And I full, I see all the potential. I know he can do it. So that is who I would love to see. Okay. I love that. I, I'll go Kyler Murray on this one. I I just feel like there's something brewing there. Yeah, I can agree and with that. We've talked about it. I think we are both really impressed with what they've done in the offseason. And I just think he's so set up to have a great season, right? Like he's just set up for every possible scenario. He's got all the weapons he could want. I Again, I don't know that that necessarily punches his ticket to the Super Bowl, which I, I think they're a dark horse pick that you could really get behind and you could make a case for. But I don't know that it punches this ticket far into the playoffs, but I think as far as an offensive player of the year campaign, I could really see that happening for him. I think he's phenomenal. I think there's, again, like we saw flashes of greatness last year. It was just like, there's one or two things missing, right? And mm-hmm. they've brought in so many people this offseason, and it's really hard to imagine that they're not going to get significantly better going into 2021. So that's where I'm going to put my vote. I I just feel it. Yeah. Feel it. No, I am. He now, I will say, when he won Offensive Rookie of the Year, I was livid. Livid. Yeah. Just because I felt like that season, I didn't see enough from him, and it felt like they were just giving it to a quarterback to give it to a quarterback when there were – like you had Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, Miles Sanders, who I all thought deserved it more than Kyler in his rookie season. And that's not yeah. even a knock on Kyler because it's not like it was – he had a bad season, but I just – didn't think he deserved the big award then. 
Right. So I was a little salty. And then last season, he just continued to get better and better and started really blowing me away. So I think to see that improvement already, plus with the improvements the team as a whole is making, he's just going to keep getting better and better. So that would not shock me in the slightest. And it really pisses me off that people are so like, no one's buying into the Cardinals and I'm sitting here and I'm like, why, what about this team? Are you not convinced about? Because we saw they were inches away from the playoffs last season. And with all of the moves that they made in this off season, I can't see them not making it. And I was watching, I was watching good morning football and they were doing their playoff predictions and all this kind of stuff. Not one of them had the Cardinals in the playoffs. Not one, not yeah. even like, no wild card, nothing. And I was like, how? How is nobody – like, I just get so excited for them this season. And yeah. I'm really hoping they prove both of us right. I know we're both on this train and we're both rooting for them. So, yeah, Kyler Murray is Offensive uh, Player of the Year. I would love to see it. All right. Defensive Player of the Year. We'll, we'll start with a comment to see if this is either of our pick for this. Sean says Chase Young or Aaron Darnold. I was going to say Chase Young. Okay. But I think that's a very safe bet. I mean, Aaron Donald, you can't get better than Aaron you, Donald. You can. Realistically, he could win it every year and no yeah. one would blink an eye because it just makes that much, much sense. Chase Young, even in his second year, when, the, when Washington initially drafted him, smart move. Brilliant yeah. because yeah. you know how talented he is. He's a generational player. I wasn't expecting him to make the impact that he did that early. Right. And I think for you to be able, like him alone as a rookie kind of motivated that defense and started turning them in to what they are, which is, you just don't see things like that every day. So now going into his second season, when your team gets better and better, I'm just so excited for him. And I think he's found his groove. He didn't even play like a rookie last season like he played like a veteran so yeah. I think going into this year I, he's just going to be absolutely remarkable I also love him because he came in not only as a really great player but as a huge leader on this yes. team I think there was a void there for a while because of the situation just internally in the organization just the the youth of the team itself and then the quarterback situation kind of being up in the air, but yeah. I really love that he has taken over that role, not only for the defense, but for the team as a whole. And, and I mean, you watched him at the end of preseason games, like preseason games that really don't matter. And he's like out there cheering on, like watching every single snap, like waiting until the end of the game. Like he's just involved. And I really appreciate that. And you can tell that he loves the game. And I think that didn't he win defensive rookie of the year last year yeah i believe so so that's the only thing that kind of steers me away from him for this mm -hmm. not that it can't be done obviously but that would be I, so incredible it would be so incredible that i feel like it just probably won't happen <laughs> <laughs> i i think the other person that kind of flashed on my radar that i'm looking forward to watching this season which I think you could honestly, you could go Aaron Donald, you could go TJ Watt, you could really, there's so many ways that you can go with Defensive Player of the Year. I'm really looking forward to seeing Nick Bosa back, just in terms of like being poised for this huge comeback. I think this team has something, and I don't really know what it is, but I think if it, 
the defense this year, I'm just really excited to watch them. George Kittle had incredible things to say about him, which I would trust George Kittle with probably my life, honestly, yeah. for being honest. So I don't know. I'm just he's a name that really I'm drawn to this season. I think he's got a lot to prove coming back. Yeah. So I I don't know. That's a name. No, I would love to see that. Especially like coming off of an injury. If you could maybe even like a comeback player, which if Dak yeah. is staying healthy, I feel like he kind of has yeah. that in the bag. But Nick Bosa is also very eligible for that because we saw how talented he was. Gruesome injury. If he can come back out this season and still be that like unstoppable force on defense, that yeah. would be remarkable. Yep. Who do you have for offensive rookie of the year? <laughs> All right. It's so tough because this year was so quarterback heavy. And I feel like that they love to give these awards to the quarterbacks. They I do. just can't go quarter. I don't know why. I'm going Kyle Pitts. I don't even care. Okay. okay. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, I I I just love him. We know yeah. this. Big fan. Big fan of your work. Danny DeVito, I love your work. Like that's how I feel Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, I love your work. Um, and I would just love for him to come out and just be like continuously remind me like you're not on my team as much as I wanted you to be on my team and just be the incredible wrecking force that you are. So I'm going Kyle Pitts. Understandable. I I could see that. I also don't want to go quarterback. There's just something about the fact that it was a quarterback heavy draft that makes me not want to go quarterback. Right. But I don't know why, but I just I don't see it being Trevor Lawrence because he's really set up not for success. Um, Zach Wilson, I would love because I want the Jets to do well, but I don't see it this year. I think Justin Fields, maybe if he was going in as QB one and it was like a real thing. I mean, to be fair, I did think about putting Mac Jones in the spot just for fun, but I ultimately landed on Najee Harris. I just think he fits here. Like I think what we saw in preseason was really impressive. We talked about it. It's an area that they were really focused on filling a gap there. And so I think he's going to get a lot of touches. He's going to make an impact. He's going to have a really big year as a rookie. So I could really see him taking this home, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to see. I don't know that I don't want to see a quarterback. I just don't. I don't feel it. I don't, I don't feel. feel and the, this is my take on it too. I think they're all going to show their talent. Like I think all of these quarterbacks are talented, and I think yeah. they're all going to have good careers. Obviously, some better than others, but like that. How you can't have five rookie quarterbacks come out of the draft and all just be like superstars. Like yeah. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, I am expecting good things from all of them. Like you said, Trevor Lawrence is an obvious favorite for it. And I think he's going to be good. And I'm not worried for his long-term career in the NFL. But like you said, the Jags just aren't really set up in a way for him to be able to just come out and dominate. And it's unfortunate. I think he's going to do what he can to hold it together. And I think we're going to see the bright moments from him. And we're going to see the talent that's there. And once the team starts to build a little bit, it'll just continue to sh break through and shine through. But you're right. I can't see it with him this season. Trey Lance and Justin Fields. I think we're going to see both of them at some point. You just don't know when 
Zach Wilson, it's kind of very similar to Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if the Jets are going to be able to really do enough to highlight him enough to where he's earned it. I hate to say it. If any quarterback, I can't, I really can't believe I'm saying this. If any of the rookie quarterbacks are going to win offensive rookie of the year, it's going to be Mac Jones. I look, I love to see it. I, I know you do. It's Mac weird Jones. for me. It's tough for me. I've been on not so. I've been on the train since he crashed, right? I, I was know. like, he's a Patriots quarterback. He ends up in New England. And no, then now it's just a it's a wild development. It's it really crazy. Is. And like you knew, like you just had you were like, he is going to New England. And I was like, okay. And then he did. And I was like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> we're done. And then and then they I'm like, Mac Jones won't even play this season. Then they cut Cam Newton before. I'm like, I need to get on this Mac Jones train because clearly I'm missing something. Everyone else is seeing something that I am not seeing. It's It didn't make sense, but I was like, if any rookie quarterback, besides, you take out Trevor Lawrence, you take out Zach Wilson, but mm-hmm. if any rookie quarterback that's not currently a QB1 is going to play, it's going to be Mac Jones. And I didn't expect it to go down like that, but I expected it to happen. But yeah, I'm I'm not feeling quarterbacks this season. I don't I just think that the ones that are going to excel long long term just need time to adjust. And I yes. think that's fair. I think um there's rookies in other positions that are just going to get up to speed faster. Um I feel the same way with defensive rookie of the year. I I went Micah Parsons, which okay. I Okay. Easiest, easiest choice, I think, because when you look at preseason, I felt like if you didn't tell me he was a rookie, I would have no way of knowing. Yeah. Right? He just is up to speed. He's clearly head above even veterans on the field. Um, yeah. I, I can't imagine. And the thing is, is like, there's some other guys that maybe would have been there for me, but what we saw in preseason just wasn't great from them. So I think that's, it pushed me even more toward Micah Parsons, but who do you got for defensive rookie of the year? Defensive rookie of the year. I am going, I'm going with an Arizona Cardinal and I'm going oh, with Zayvon cool. Collins. Okay. Is, this is like, I'm, all for the hot takes right now. So we'll see it. if any of these actually play out, which would be so sick. But what makes him so different is he, when he started playing football, he was a quarterback. So yeah. he knows how to read offenses. He knows exactly what to look for. And he just plays with like this fierce energy. Like even if the play looks like it's already dead, he will find a way to put a stop to it. And I, yep. I think that, comes from his genuine understanding with being on offense and having played, which is great, but it's like his energy, his size, his athleticism, like the way he knows how to work the field. Like he sees things. I swear to God, he has like vision and he sees things before they're actually even happening. Like he just has like this sense and that hunger and that dog mentality. And I think he's going to be a beast on this defense that needed help last season and we can talk endlessly about the moves that they have made. I love everything about it. They're totally moving in the right direction. So I think if he can come out and kind of be a force to be reckoned with on that defense, I think he takes it. Okay. I like that. I like that. Let's go. uh, Let's go comeback player of the year. I think the obvious one is Dak and that's who I'm rolling. If he, he doesn't even have to have a great season. I think if he plays every game this season, he's got it. Yeah. 
if you take Dak, take Dak out, what's one, who's one person you want to see win this award? Another one that I think could, we already talked about Nick Bosa a little bit. Another one that I think could is Joe Burrow. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily fair just because he got hurt in his rookie season. So like, I don't know necessarily what he can come back from because we don't get, have as big of a sample size, but what we saw from him, we know how talented he is and how talented he is going to be. So I think if he still deserves it, if he can come out this season and show us the Joe Burrow that we saw before the injury, I think he is another person that is very eligible to take this home. Okay. Love that. What do you think other than Dak? I want to say Derwin James is kind of my, is, is kind of who's on my mind. And I think this is just a bias. I grew up as an FSU fan. So I, I think I'm just very interested to see what he brings to the table. I think he's just one of those guys that has that dog mentality. And so I've heard a lot of chatter from him in general about his comeback and and getting back on the field. And so I think he's going to be relentless. He's just one of those guys. And so I would love to see him out there. I just think another guy is Sam Darnold. Like I, Again, like I, yeah, I would genuinely love every single thing about that's the that's the ultimate comeback story. Yeah, it's not like a one year injury setback. That is the ultimate. Like you You were were trapped with Adam Gase. You were down. Yeah, yeah, and now you're back, right? Yeah, And, and like not only back, but you're back on like a team that's. I mean, they're not primed to do anything this season, right? Like you're getting Christian McCaffrey back, but who else do you really have? Yeah, so it's like weird. So if he can make anything happen with this team. It's impressive. Yeah, that solidifies it. It's impressive. I'm like, imagine, imagine Panthers make the playoffs. Can with- you imagine the Panthers beat the Buccaneers twice, make the playoffs? <laughs> please. I would die. If there are football gods, please. Please. I would I would pay money. Like yeah. I will yeah. pull, like I will pull a Tom Brady on Tom Brady. It's like what refs. Yeah, we'll be call up, yeah, to make sure the Panthers win both of these games this season. Yep, yep, oh, I'm like, here for it. No, I'm I'm so excited. Last award, and this could go so many ways because I thought a lot about this. Coach of the year. There's so many names. There's so many names. I, I can't. I can't even get into it. Like I don't even know where I would go with this. There. There, there's so many. There's, there's so many. I, Kevin Stefanski is kind of top of mind for me. I also think if, if Kyle Shanahan can pull something together, he almost probably has it in the bag. If I have to be honest, if I think the 49ers can make a comeback and look like the Super Bowl 49ers we saw two years ago, or like, yeah, yeah, two seasons yeah. ago. Um, yeah, I think he's yeah. got it. Another one. Sean McVay. Okay. I think he yeah. could easily, especially if the Rams make a Super Bowl run with Matt Stafford in their first year. And if they can just work something beautiful on that offense, even like as it's, you know, the defense is going to be beautiful. If Sean McVay can just do what Sean McVay does and bring the best out of Matthew Stafford, done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying God. to. Think of who else I would love Kevin Stefanski, Matt LaFleur. I don't want him to get it this season. I'm a little no. pissed at him. No, 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 We're no. not on the best of terms. No, 
No. no. I'm holding a grudge. That's a no. He needs a couple. <laughs> like, God. it's going to take a couple of years. I will never get over that field goal. I don't know if it'll – I don't know if I'll be able to come back. No. I don't know if I'll be able to come back from it. Did you because- see Aaron Rodgers' Instagram story the other day with, like, his <laughs> arm around him where he was, like, best buds? Like, I was, like, you're being petty, and I like it. Aaron Rodgers is a troll. Yeah. Oh, we've, yeah. We've known this, but I think we're seeing it on full display this season. Oh, yeah. And I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was talking on another podcast that I went on. My friend Julian, I was on Trend to Fire, his show. Make sure to go check it out because he's fantastic. But I said, I literally was like, Aaron Rodgers is a master manipulator. Yeah. Like, this is what he does. And he's yeah. so freaky, scary good at it. Like, it's insane. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah. I... Yeah, I, I I don't even have a coach of the year prediction. I just think there's so many, and I it'll. I wouldn't be surprised if like a handful of guys got it. Like you, honestly, there's so many yeah, ways to go with it. Stitch it out this season. Yep. Coaches of the year. Yeah. All right. Wait, do we wanna... like an AFC and an NFC? We, I I was thinking that too because when you think about it's just such a different approach mm-hmm. when coaching in both. The AFC and the yeah. like, you're not, you're not thinking about the game the same way. Like, I know you you have like non divisional, non conference games, but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I I don't know. That honestly, we enough. might be on to something here. We I, might be. I feel like we should be the ones that change it because that makes more sense. Yeah. All right. Do it like MLB. Who, yeah. Who do we have to call? <clears throat> I don't know. All right. Let's do the big kahuna. Yeah. Top teams in the AFC and the NFC and a early playoff picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to start with the AFC? Let's talk through that. Yeah, let's start with the AFC. What division do you want to start with? Um... Let's well, talk let's, about let's do the give like the AFC East. Bills take that division. Bills they're going to the division. Right. Let's start with the ones like let's get the ones that are no question out of the way. I think the Bills obviously taking the AFC East. All right. Yeah. I think let's AFC South Titans. Like yeah. if the Titans don't win this division, what are they doing? Kind exactly. of exactly. And also West, the Chiefs. Right, right. So the, the leaves the North. And the AFC North, last season, I went on and on about how the NFC West was the toughest division in football. I now officially think they're tied, AFC yeah. North and NFC West, because, like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, personally, personally, I'm going to say Ravens. Okay. Take this, take the AFC North. Okay. And they'll definitely move on to the playoffs. I'm gonna agree with that. Okay. I, I, that's my gut, right? Yeah. Like that, that is my gut. But I also think that we're going to see more than one team from this division come yeah. out. So I think we're gonna look at a Browns Ravens. I love the Steelers, and I think all of those teams are gonna be double digit wins and are gonna have good seasons. I even think the Bengals are gonna have a good season. I think so too. So I, I'm high on all of these teams, but I think the Browns and the Ravens are gonna be one's gonna be a divisional lock, one's gonna be a wild card win. Yeah. And I think we're gonna see them both. But I can agree with that. Yeah. The other 
I can also, I want to say Chargers are okay. a de definite wild card contender. I could see that. For the AFC East is tough too because I can see the Patriots and the Dolphins. Yeah, so wild cards. That is an up in the air. Like I think we look at it, and I think the Bills are running away with number one. Yes, but number two is not a lock. Like no. by any stretch of the imagination, it is one where it's like they could surprise you. I don't know. And again, like we said, we're not we're not that high on the Chiefs this year. Like mm -hmm. the predictions are putting them at like 14, 15 wins, and I'm just not seeing it. Right, and so the Chargers the Chargers could really surprise us. This Especially season. we saw the Raiders get the Chiefs upper hand. The Raiders right. were the Chiefs only lost. Right. And that well, wasn't even a, a good team. No, they were, they were like decent at best last season. Like yeah. they always start off super strong and then they just kind of like dwindle. Yep. So like if the Chargers can figure out what the Raiders did in that, and the Raiders almost beat them a second time. And it, the Chiefs ended up coming out on top. But like, it was really close. So if the Chargers yep. can figure out how to get the Chiefs' upper hand, if they beat them twice and the Chargers are on that same level with win, they are giving the Chiefs a run for their money. And 100%. they are up there to take this division, which I would so not be mad about, like, in the I'm slightest. Not, I think I would be I'm a little bit. I'm no. not mad about it. No. Look, I, I also, like, if we're going to – this all everything changes in my mind. If the Bucks go to the Super Bowl, then I want whatever the the team is on the AFC side who's going to beat the Bucks, right? Like so that changes my perspective. I I would rather watch the Chiefs go and do their thing all season and beat the Buccaneers than have any other team come up and lose to the Buccaneers, yeah. right? Like I love the Bills, but if they're going to lose the Super Bowl to the Bucks, I don't care. Yeah. I'd have to wait till next year. Right. Like I want whatever team is going to beat the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That sounds petty, but no, it is petty, but I don't want them to go back. All right. Let's. All right. So should we solidify wild card? What are your definite locked in predictions for wild card AFC? I have to go Ravens. Okay. I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm gonna go Wait, Ravens as a wild card. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking Browns are gonna okay. get there in the division. I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm gonna go Patriots. I don't okay. know why. I just I'm riding the Mac Jones train until the wheels fall off. You really so are. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Who you got? Wild card. I'm going to go, and I don't want to take up too much time because I do want to get to the NFC too, but I'm going to go. I'll go just with my favorites. I'll do Chargers Dolphins. They're okay. my wild card picks. Okay. I like Realistically, those. I, I think the Browns, but I'm going to go Chargers Dolphins. Those are fun. I like those. Yeah. Okay. Can't go wrong. Let's, All right. NFC. Yeah. The NFC, I feel like the AFC is a lot more set in stone. 100%. I think the AFC yeah. is more set in stone than the NFC. Yeah, like, I would hands agree. Down. I would agree. I would or agree. NFC East, I just have this feeling that watching – we haven't had a repeat winner since 2004, first of all, which is yeah. absolutely insane. But I think Washington breaks that streak and they come out on top in the yeah. NFC East. I then see – NFC West. 
I'm gonna go Rams because I feel like it's embarrassing if they don't win their okay. division. Okay. NFC North Packers. Packers kind of reminds me of like the Bills. It's like this is your division. Who this is gonna is. come in second? This is, yeah. Yeah. And then NFC South Buccaneers. Okay. Okay. That's I I'm gonna go. I also agree, Washington. Uh-huh. Um the North, I agree. It's like not much discussion. I think the Vikings should be in a better spot at this point, but I just they're not. Yeah. Um the Buccaneers have to take have to take the South. And then yeah. the West the West is like the one toss up, right? Yeah. Because I think like when you're thinking about win totals for these teams, I can't imagine anyone being below double digits. No. But you never All know. All of these teams in that division are playoff teams. Every single one. Correct. They're going to be separated by a handful of games, a couple games, maybe mm-hmm. one. And then it's going to be like, it's one of those like really unfair divisions where it's like they should all be there. But yeah. last, they can't be. So I'm going to go 49ers there. But I think this is a wild card division where we're going to see the Rams come in. I think the Cardinals are going to do very well. I just, I think the Rams are just a little bit better. Like yeah, they're a little I, farther a little better. Yeah. So I, what's the what are your wild card teams for the NFC? Um, obviously the Eagles. I'm kidding. Uh, I, I, I don't think we can do it. Um uh, that'd be great. Um, I am. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Okay. I'm going to. I have to, I'm just gonna have this blind faith and I fully believe in them. Yep. Um no, maybe I will go Eagles. Go no. for it. No, I'm going to do Cardinals. Do I go totally out of limb here? I'm going to go Cardinals Bears. And okay. I'm going to say. Is that Justin Fields? Yes. Led Bears? Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say Justin Fields, what we said he was going to start around week four. Week He's going to carry this team. And like to get a wild card spot in the NFC isn't as difficult as the AFC. So yep. I think if they can put in the work and get the wins. If they can beat the Packers once, I, I'm not sold on the Vikings at all. Like at all. Me neither. Me neither. Um, so once Justin Fields comes in and takes over, I'm going to say the bears have a chance at this. I'm throwing a really weird wild card out. Yeah. I'm going to take the saints on the wild card. Really? I am. I okay. look, I know that Jacksonville did a really phenomenal job of making Jameis Winston look like the next Tom Brady, but I just have this weird feeling that like everything's going to click for them this year. I don't want to say everything, but I do think that like they look like a team that's going to have fun. Does that make sense? Maybe not, but I just, I look at Jameis Winston. I look at Sean Payton. They have a really great relationship, which is kind of weird. It is weird. I, right. And I just, I feel like they're going to ha- – they have a team where it's like they're in the most stressful off-season, preseason situation by far. I mean, in a lot of ways. Like salary cap, dropping people, your yeah. situation. Like they've been really put to the test. I feel like they're just going to have a turn of events and have a great time all season. I don't know why I feel like that. I just I, feel like that. I would not be mad to see that at all. I am not on that same – bandwagon i'm a little nervous for them but again i would love to see it if everything clicks all right do we think that aaron Rodgers gets traded after this season 
we'll close yes. out with this. And that's a yes. Yes. That's a yes. There's no way. There's no way this continues. He is having his last dance. The fact that Devonte Adams didn't even sign an yep. extension. The yep. fact that Aaron Rodgers turned down an extension that would have made him the highest paid player in the entire league. They don't give a crap about the money. They want to come out, make Green Bay rue the day that they screwed them over. They're going to show them how great they are, and then they're going to leave. I I would really – I would look at the Tom Brady model on this. I would look at a team that's going to have an abundance of salary cap next season in a pretty desirable location with a lot of room to grow. And I think the door is going to be open. That's where you're going to go. I think they're mm-hmm. going to build a very Buccaneers esque super team. They're going to bring in Aaron Rodgers. They're going to say, Who do you want? They're going to get those guys and then they're going to call it a day. I don't know that the results will be the same, but I have a feeling now that the Buccaneers did that NBA model type of super team thing, I have a feeling it just primes Aaron Rodgers to do the same. So I would, I don't know what team he's going to end up on. But I do think that if you find a team that has a lot of salary cap heading into next season, find a team that hasn't been great but has some pieces and is in a desirable location, and that's where Aaron Rodgers is going to be next season. No, I could totally, totally. And think about it. I feel like by the time the conversations really started for this, the door on a lot of teams was closed. Like it was too late. This was out of money. Right. Right. Next season, everyone's going to have a boatload of money swimming in. Over $200 gonna, million. Yes. Yeah. And they're going to have a feel. Like, I have a feeling this is going to be like a Matt Stafford, Jared Goff trade that happens, like, right after the season concludes. Yeah. Um, Because everyone's going to have a feel for how their team is. They're going to know what they they want. And they're going to know if they can get Aaron Rodgers. Um. So, yeah, he's definitely gone. I just have no idea where. I feel like I'm, we're not going to get a genuine feel until, like, halfway through this season who's going to need him. Yep. yep. I'm going to be excited to follow this, though, but – oh, Oh, it's going to be nuts. But tomorrow, <laughs> it's all starting. Yay. Are we – I feel like we should do picks week to week. Yeah. Do we want to so, do the walks? Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to do? How about we'll post them? Yes. We'll post them because I haven't even. I've looked through a couple games, but let's go through and do like our picks week to week, and then we'll get them out like Sunday morning type of thing, or I guess Thursday morning because we have to do Thursday's game. So yeah, we'll do Thursday mornings. Yep. Love cool. it. Love so, it. Yeah. Keep follow our socials. Yes. For all yes. of our weekly picks. Yep. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at OnsideChicksPod, on Instagram at OnsideChicks. Subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, Apple, Spotify, wherever you can rate and review. Please do it. And we will catch you guys next week. Yes. Bye. Happy football watching. Yay.